In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Alleluia, Christ is risen. How Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego got into that fiery furnace was the result of a strange twist on the first commandment, you shall have no other gods before me. King Nebuchadnezzar's mighty conquests of Israel and other nations had revealed a deep pride within himself, a pride that made him into a god, a god who would erect a 90-foot statue, gold-plated. Nebuchadnezzar may have been rather tolerant and open with other gods, but they were only good as long as they did not come before me, before him. When the music began, everyone bowed down, except for the three who remained standing, the three who actually knew and worshipped the one who had actually said, you shall have no other gods before me. And when faced with a death sentence because they would not worship an idol, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego confessed their faith. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to save us from it, and he will rescue us from your hand, O king. And it was not long before these three felt the heat of Nebuchadnezzar's wrath and his furnace. The fiery heat should have incinerated Nebuchadnezzar's problems, but his was the surprise. Instead of ashes of three men piled up, he saw four men walking around in the fire, unbound, unharmed, and the fourth looks like a son of the gods. The god of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, whom they served, this god was able to save them from the fiery furnace, and indeed he did rescue them. Well, few, if any of us, can say of this story, been there, done that. Or can we? Nebuchadnezzar may take on some new names of political correctness, ACLU, of maybe even Congress. The thermostat of the heat of persecution may be set rather low in our country, but there are those in our world who are charred by the persecution for their confession of Jesus the Christ. And the mangled twisting of the first commandment continues to this day as any walk by a mirror proves. The fiery trials of uncertainty, of disease, of death, pit our supposed reality against the very promise of God's presence and his help. So often, we end up bowing down before the idols of fear, our self-reliance, ourselves. And so often, that confession of faith, the confession that the God we serve is able to save us, he will rescue us, 
So often that confession is as far from our lips as it is from our hearts. So what connects Clayton, Missouri with the courts of Nebuchadnezzar? What connects our lives with the lives of the three men in the fiery furnace? Well, there was that fourth man, the one who looks like a son of the gods. The king had spoken more than he knew. The fourth man in the fiery furnace looked like a son of the gods because he was the son of God. The fourth man in the flames is the same son of God who went to the fiery depths of death and hell to rescue you and me and all the other Shadrachs, Meshachs, and Abednegoes of this world, to rescue us from the furnace of the law's judgment on our sin. And Jesus, the Son of God, came out of the tomb unbound, unharmed, as the victor, conqueror of death. And out of that empty grave outside the gates of Jerusalem came life, joy, and hope. Out of that empty grave comes the reality that death is nothing and Christ is all. And out of that empty grave comes the everlasting promise. Fear not, for I have redeemed you. You are mine. I have called you by name. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. Alleluia. Christ is risen. We stand to sing the canticle hymn.